0: friends, as we remember that Christ looks at us and says, here's how I can use you. In the same way that Peter was called the rock on which the church would be built, we also are part of those rocks built on Christ, our cornerstone. And so as we go into Hebrews chapter 3 today, I invite you to open your Bibles to Hebrews 3. And one of the ways in which all of us, we will hear in this text a command, something that we can't not do. All of us are to be used for daily encouragement. All of us are to encourage daily. So if you open your Bible to Hebrews, it's in the New Testament towards the back. You'll get through Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, and you'll get through Thessalonians, Timothy, Titus, and then you'll get into Hebrews. And beyond that, if you get into 1 Peter and any of those letters, then go back a little bit to Hebrews chapter 3. We're continuing our series, just preaching through Hebrews this summer and for part of the fall. And we have to remember that this is written to a group who understood the Old Testament pretty well. And there's also those who are falling away from the faith or falling back. Maybe we don't need Jesus, we'll go back to just the Old Testament. Or maybe we don't really need any of this at all. Maybe it's not worth it. Maybe life is just a little bit too hard right now. And we hear this call and this reminder that all that God has done in the past mattered. The Old Testament was an incredible foundation, but also that the perfection and completion of it is not in the Old Testament, but in the new with Jesus Christ. And so as we open to Hebrews chapter three, there'll be some talk about Moses. There'll also be some talk about people who fell away. And this is a reference to the Israelites when they grumbled and complained against God. And finally God said, you know what? You guys aren't making it to the promised land. I'm kind of tired of your whining on that 40 year road trip through the desert. And so there are those who did not make it into the promised land. As you hear it or read along, don't confuse that with damnation, that they were limited from salvation, but rather that their punishment was, you're gonna wander for 40 years, but you're not gonna get to cross over into the promised land, into the land that I have given you. But it's a parallel and it's a reminder and a warning to to not grumble against God to the point where we lose sight of all that God has done for us. And in all of this, we'll find our command to encourage daily. But before we read God's word together, let's pray. Father, may your word be our rule, your Holy Spirit our teacher, and the glory of your son Jesus Christ and his kingdom purposes our utmost and primary concern. This we pray in your name. Amen. Hebrews chapter 3. Therefore, holy brothers and sisters who share in the heavenly calling, fix your thoughts on Jesus, whom we acknowledge as our apostle and high priest. He was faithful to the one who appointed him, just as Moses was faithful in all God's house. Jesus has been found worthy of greater honor than Moses, just as the builder of a house has greater honor than the house itself. For every house is built by someone But God is the builder of everything. Moses was faithful as a servant in all God's house, bearing witness to what would be spoken by God in the future. But Christ is faithful as the son over God's house. And we, we are his house. If indeed we hold firmly to our confidence and the hope in which we glory. See to it, brothers and sisters, that none of you has a sinful, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God. But encourage one another daily, as long as it is called today, so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. We have come to share in Christ, if indeed we hold our original conviction firmly to the very end. As has just been said, today, if you hear his voice... Do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion. Who were they who heard and rebelled? Were they not all those Moses led out of Egypt? And with him, and with whom was he angry for 40 years? Was it not with those who sinned, whose bodies perished in the wilderness? And to whom did God swear that they would never enter his rest, if not to those who disobeyed? So we see that they were not able to enter because of their unbelief. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Encourage one another daily, as long as it is called today, so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. Encourage one another daily. I'm going to tell you about a man named Norm, who is... A figure of my childhood, he was a member of my home church. He was the type of elder that that all other elders looked to, not because he was intimidating or scary, but because he was wise and he was an encourager. Norm was a math teacher during his years, um, and then in his retirement years, he spent a lot of time tutoring. He tutored people who didn't have as good a math teachers as Norm was. But Norm, for me, he was the after-evening church guy. So this was evening church days and after evening church. And sorry, some of you have probably heard about Norm before because some of those people that influence us, they keep coming up in our minds. And Norm saw me as a little kid making paper airplanes after church. I mean, let's be honest, I was making them during church too. Norm would see me, the little kid with my two airplanes walking around. And Norm, being the encourager that he was, He never scolded me for using the bulletins in such a way. He never uh, chided me for maybe uh, walking a little too fast that might have counted as running. But Norm struck up conversation with me week after week after week because he could tell I was bored, I was ready to go home, so I had to kill time. Norm also could have gone home, but he wanted to make this moment count, not for himself, but for me. And so Norm took an interest in whatever I wanted to talk about. Norm encouraged me to to think deeply. Norm encouraged me to seek out knowledge because that was the type of teacher that he was. Norm was a constant encouragement to me for all of those Sundays after evening church. I can't remember a Sunday night where Norm didn't talk to me after church. That was Norm. Norm and learning more about norm as i grew up knowing after he had passed away what a respected and revered person he was in our church and in our community made me take it even with more gratitude that norm just always had time for me to make that moment count we got into a rhythm of him giving me a riddle once a week and if i could figure it out by the next sunday i could tell him the answer sometimes he'd give me math problems to figure out true to his training as a, as a mathematics instructor and he'd see if I could figure it out accurately by the next week. That was Norm. He was one who took Hebrews chapter 3, verse 13 seriously, encourage one another daily. But as a retired, older man, he didn't take for granted his opportunity to one-on-one connect with any student or child that he could to encourage them. And to this day, even though Norm is just being Norm, it made a profound difference in my life. Thanks, Norm, and thank God for Norm. I also want to tell you about Carol. So Norm was a teacher in the schools, a man of math and science. Carol was our eighth-grade Sunday school teacher. And even as middle school students, we understood that Carol had some health issues. We understood that she lived with chronic pain. But Carol was also an encourager. In eighth-grade Sunday school, Carol's constant encouragement to us and her favorite thing to talk about was prayer, and she encouraged us all the time by reminding us that our prayers really do matter, our prayers really are heard by God, that our prayers really do make a difference, as we've heard testimony of here and there, also in our midst, that our prayers work. There's something to all of this. And never once, either in Sunday school or outside of Sunday school, do I remember Carol chiding us for saying, you guys don't pray enough, You're not praying big enough. You're not praying the right ways. Never any of that. Carol was a constant encourager. Your prayers matter. And you just should pray. She encouraged everyone to find life in prayer. I think of Norm and Carol, and I could go on and on and on of other encouragers that just by being themselves, they made a difference in my life. And we did this at staff as well, talking about who were the people who encouraged you? And I invite you to take a moment to think now of maybe there is that person who encouraged you in a profound way. They encouraged you because they saw something in you the same way Jesus saw something in Peter and said, on this rock I will build my church. Who was it that saw something in you that saw the best of you and encouraged you and said, you can do this. God can use you in this way. Maybe someone comes to mind right away and easily. In which case, I encourage you to think about the impact they had in your life and find a way to do it yourself, in your own way. Encourage one another daily, as long as it is called today. It's a command. It's a spiritual imperative, and it's not an option. Encourage one another daily. And maybe, as we think about who's been our encouragers in life, maybe your mind comes up blank Maybe you can't think of those people who encouraged you, who you felt like they saw something in you. I would say if that's, if that's the case in your life, you're like, I can't think of those encouragers. I would say think about what you wish you would have heard and give that gift to someone else. So if you went through a drought of encouragement, don't let someone else go through that drought without you encouraging them. It's an interesting command to be told, encourage one another because it's not a guarantee that you yourself will be encouraged by someone else. But friends, I would say let it start with you. Let the encouragement start with you because it is true what goes around comes around and if what you are sowing is seeds of encouragement, eventually you won't be able to avoid the harvest where someone will encourage you in return. So whether you can emulate someone who encouraged you or whether you can give the encouragement that you always wanted but no one ever gave, Encourage one another daily. Make encouragement such a common thing, make it go viral in such a way that no one cannot catch encouragement. Maybe that's still kind of a fresh analogy to use. Encourage one another daily as long as it is called today. I think as the book of Hebrews was inspired by the Holy Spirit and as pen was put to paper or quill to parchment, whatever. I think there is a little bit of a play on words here and a knowing of the human heart that we all have a tendency to put off certain things until tomorrow. I'll get to it tomorrow, which is great because, well, tomorrow, the next day will be tomorrow. I'll get to it tomorrow. And there's no wiggle room in verse 13 for that kind of thinking that we'll get to it eventually. Encourage one another daily as long as it is called today, meaning tomorrow, no, We're not waiting for tomorrow. Encourage one another daily, as long as it is called today. Meaning, right here, right now. Remember to encourage someone in a way that is true to who you are and how you see them. And maybe that takes some prayer. Maybe the people who are a little bit hard to deal with need to be encouraged as well. And that's where we pray and ask God, help me to find a meaningful encouragement for them. Find your norms and carols and be your norm and carol self as God has gifted you to encourage others. It's not an option. It is, in fact, a command. But it's not a very burdensome one because there's joy found in encouragement. It gives something back to us to encourage others. And I think that's why the norms and carols and others of the world find so much joy in their encouragement. But Also, we need to remember that encouragement isn't just nice words. It can be nice words. It's kindness as a fruit of the Spirit, but it's also more than that. Kindness is a good thing. Encouragement is an encapsulation of seeing someone as God sees them. And it's not just being good to someone. The effect of this, encourage one another daily, as long as it is called today, so that, None of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. Encouragement is the antidote to the poison of sin's deceitfulness. If sin's deceit is poison, where we get in a wrong frame of mind, where we catch things wrong, where we, where we get on a bad line of thinking, and it leads us towards sin, it leads us towards self-justifying behavior, it leads us to making our own way, that is sin's deceitfulness speaking into us. And the antidote to that poison of sin's deceit is encouragement. Encouragement is the antidote to sin's deceit. Encourage one another daily, as long as it's called today, so that none of you, may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. Now, we can shame people when they get it wrong. We can threaten them. And there's a time for discipline, but not in that vein. Shaming and threatening, God will never be with us on that side of things. And we know more clearly now today than ever before that shaming and threatening, it leads to more sin. We might catch someone in their addiction And depending on how we handle it, we might just lead to them hiding addiction a little bit better. We might lead people to think there's no encouragement to be found from people, so I've got to turn to something else to find some comfort in my life. Shaming and threatening, they don't work in the way that we intend that they work, in the way our reactions make us think that it'll work. But rather, encouragement is the antidote to sin's deceitfulness. Encouragement, well, to give courage to. Encourage is how we would read it in English. To give, to give them some heart. But it's an interesting word in Greek where it most literally means to call to one's side. To summon someone. Except we're not calling them to our side. This isn't like politics where I'm going to put myself up and put that person down so you can come to my side. We're not trying to win people over to our side. That's the ways of the world for all the worldly factions that there are. Our encouragement is to call people to the side of Christ. Not to us, but to Christ. Our encouragement is to say, I see Jesus near to you and I want you to know how near to Christ you are. We are calling to someone's side. We are saying, come a little bit closer to Jesus because here's how we see you, how God is already at work in you. We can chastise people for going too far away from God, and that might feel good in the moment, but it will not have the same effect, according to Hebrews 3, of encouraging someone to come alongside of Christ. And it is an encouragement to protect people from the poison of sin's deceit, We are encouragers, and we do it how often? Daily, as long as it is called today. To call to one's side, to say come near to Jesus and know that Christ's love is abundant for you, his grace is enough for you. That Jesus can use you, that Jesus can give meaning and value to your life in a way that you can't experience without him therefore the chapter starts with this call fix your thoughts on jesus that we don't get distracted by other things fix your thoughts on jesus come near come alongside of christ that we understand that moses did well as a servant in god's house but christ is the son over god's house and then all the examples of rebellion on the front and back end of the chapter What's missing in these is encouragement, this call to come back to Christ's side, to come back alongside of God. Because the rebellion that Israel had was a drifting. And if you are here last week, whether it be drifting through lack of effort or drifting through overzealous effort, it's a drifting away. And encouragement says, come on back. I see you differently than that we are called to be encouragers daily. And you can't guarantee that someone will encourage you. The only control that you have is over your choice to control someone else. And so, do you wanna be the antidote to sin's deceitfulness? Only Christ can conquer sin, but we can hand out antidote in the name of Jesus, and it comes through encouragement. As verse 15 says, Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion. If you hear his voice, who will you hear that voice through? I hope you've got a Norm and a Carol and a whole host of other names that God has spoken to you through. But I wonder if someone else was reading that text. Today, if you hear his voice, would they put your name in there? Would they hear it through Tom or Karen or Luke or Anne, Missy and Scott. Who would they hear God's voice through? Could it be through you? Encourage one another daily as long as it is called today so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. Protect your brothers and sisters from being led astray, not by coming down heavy-handedly, though discipline has its place, but by encouraging by letting people know how you see them, how they make a difference in your life. Call them to Christ's side where we will not be tempted to go astray. Amen. Let's pray. God, help us to remember that encouragement is more than just nice words, but it is a spiritual practice of seeing people as you see them, and of calling them to be close to you in the ways that you offer and long to be close to us. Help us in this moment now to think of someone that we will encourage today while it is still called today. Holy Spirit, point us to the right person that maybe needs that encouragement in a way that matters a lot in ways that we can't even know, and help us in your power, by your Holy Spirit, to get it just right. Not out of our effort, but out of trusting you. Give us that name, give us that person. Amen. I invite you, in all seriousness, to write down the name of someone that you're going to encourage today. And if you're not a writing downing person, then I won't judge you if I see your phone because I'm going to assume that you're going to type up that text and at least have it ready to send for after church, of course. But let's encourage one another daily in the ways that matter most.